magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 562. 562, how about that? Coming right along, Jared. Coming right along. Uh, so what's new in the life of Blurry Eli? I don't know. My Mac OS updated and my webcam is blurry now and there's... Apparently, I can see the pain in your face. This is it just drives me nuts. Like this has been like this all week, and like, um, I don't, I don't know. I, it, yeah. I can switch to my phone camera and do the, uh, um, whatever it's, that feature is called that uses that camera, but it's uh, currently too dead to turn on. So, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Typical you... Apple problems, I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah, what else is going on? This is our heavily prepared for show where I don't, I, I don't know I don't been, know what to talk about. I've been going crazy this week. I am also being made fun of for well, you can't see because it it's blurry, but I've, I'm printing off Diablo guides. Why is it black on white text on black? Because this fucking website uses. <laughs> uh, so I get my guides from Icy Veins, Old mm-hmm. World of Warcraft site. And it's black mm-hmm. with white text on it. So normally mm-hmm. when you print that, it just kind of inverts everything, right? Which is true of mm-hmm. the actual text color, but not of any like highlights that they use. So like when I tried to print it out white, it's like uh, the base text is legible. The rest is not at all. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a smarter solution for that. But uh, I, you're going to be the first person I know to burn through a toner cartridge on a laser printer. I'm very, we already have once, but my laser printer is like really? 10 years old. So, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I feel like if you're not a business with a laser printer, you don't really go through the toner. Well, yeah. The, the crazy thing is I was like, um, when we got new toner again, after owning this thing for like a decade, um, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck the HP toner is so expensive mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a color laser. So it has four toner things. Mm-hmm. And it was like the original, like the HP toner, I believe was more expensive than the printer itself when we bought it. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. we got the printer from Costco for like 300 bucks. And I think the toner, like the the color toner pack mm-hmm. was close to that. So I bought third party mm-hmm. stuff, but it was like so unbelievably janky. It's like the first time I've yeah. returned a consumable thing to Amazon in like the longest yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I feel like you should go with the official stuff for things like that. But I, I'm just a, I, I'm a bottom of the barrel black and white laser printer guy. I don't even have color. So yeah, I do. So but it is it, that I can't believe that whole printer racket never got like regulated because it was such a racket. And uh, the last time, actually, when I bought this laser printer, it was probably four or five years ago, something like that. And it was like, because I'd print twice a year and every time I'd go to do it, the mm-hmm. ink was dry and you'd have to go yep. spend 40 bucks on the ink or whatever. 100%. And um, yeah, the guy, I was like, oh, this $80 laser printer, I want that. 
And he's like, oh, but have you checked this out? And have you checked this out? This was at Fry's where they had actual salesmen that got yeah. commissions and stuff. And yeah. um, and he was just like, oh, yeah, you buy this one. He's like, oh, this one's like a full color printer, but it's the same price as that laser one you want. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it's like, what about the ink cartridges? And he's like, well, you just like sign up for this subscription and you pay $20 a month. Or, <laughs> you know, some crazy thing that like whatever HP was doing at the time where you literally subscribe to ink. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, I uh, so I just looked at my Amazon purchase history. So the uh, generic toner pack that I bought originally was two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The HP one that I ended up, so I returned that and bought the HP one. That's three hundred and thirty dollars, dude. That is insane. But does it last? I, I, I don't even care how long it lasts. That's too much money. Well, so the thing is, like, uh, so we were operating probably on like the. Uh, the shitty toner that came with it, which I doubt was like the full enchilada, right? And that lasted a decade. Mm. So I was mm. just thinking, I was like, okay, well, you know, the printer still works fine. It works good. Mm-hmm. Like we've had it for a decade. It's fine. Uh, 300 bucks. This is probably to... the last time you buy ink, right? Oh, I mean, hopefully, fuck. I, uh, I don't know. So we'll see. Exciting, is exciting pretty... things. On, uh, I can't wait to find out how it all turns out, but that is, uh, that is pretty well, insane. I bought it a year ago, so it's fine. So I got oh okay at least at least <laughs> nine years left out of this. So hopefully that is fun. It's funny though too because printers come with like starter sets of ink or or laser things. Oh whoa, we're switching we cameras. So switching cameras are um, on. Oh, you're so crisp and clear. Camera two. Wow. But now I don't know where to put this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not used to this angle of you. My camera mount. Yeah, you see how fat I am. Um. <laughs> my camera mount broke that I use on top of my monitors. I'm just having a week this week, Jared. I, you are I having know. a week. Um, I don't know what to tell you. All right, that's about as good as you're going to get, I think. All right, I'm just not going to touch it anymore. It's like dramatic, like news, uh, news interview style camera we have going on today. <laughs> Can you switch freely between angles just for like? some dynamic action shots i guess i could i don't know maybe Ooh. oh yeah actually that's you know what i should do that this is this is going to be a a podcast for uh video people so for i'll video just people. so when you have something important to say randomly be talking left. and then and then uh, do like a newscaster and turn to dramatically the that be like, <laughs> so yeah jared been playing a lot of diablo oh man uh yeah i should i'll i'll freely put the youtube link out for this one because <laughs> yeah. the uh news news anchor camera switching is on point um yeah i don't know i cool. i don't know what's going on with my actual webcam it's fucking annoying as shit but uh it is what it is so uh how do you how do you, how do you feel about the twitter rebrand to the x app that happened since we recorded last uh it's the dumbest thing in the world. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty pretty much. I, I don't know. Like, so the conspiracy theorist in me wonders if um this isn't part of some like longer term shenanigan that Elon's mm-hmm. gonna pull to like create a new like X company and mm-hmm. like either sell or transfer or license perpetually or something like the Twitter user ba- user data, right? Because mm-hmm. that's as valuable, and then just like let 
Twitter uh incorporate or whatever just sort of go bankrupt and let people sue them all day long and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then have like what's actually valuable be in this new like x company i don't know if he can do that though without i, don't I know. would like to think that there's regulations against something like that but i'd also be not surprised to find out that there's not yeah but that could make sense i don't know there's probably some 40 chess going on with all this because on the outside or on the surface, it looks like just the dumbest thing ever. Nobody likes the name. It's not a good name, right? Okay. Like it's not, it's, it sounds dumb in every sense. It's very hard to like trademark and control. Like you have no brand, right? Yeah. You're just an X, you're a letter X. Um, It just yeah. seems insane. I mean, I've been, I've been reading um, kind of like all these different takes from like actual marketing people that mm-hmm. were like, basically talking about how like one of the best and worst problems you can ever have as a company is like, if your, your name becomes so common that it just like becomes a verb, you know, like, like with a good example of that being like, uh, when, when Xerox, uh, Mm -hmm. when people just referred to like making a copy as making a Xerox. Right. Right. So, and, and, you know, I, I think it's real, real easy to say that like Twitter, did that with tweets, right? Like everyone knows oh, what yeah. tweeting is. I mean, like right. that's basically just like a made up word. Yeah. Um, not even made up by Twitter. <laughs> no, this is like the crazier part of it, right? Is it's not. So, you know, that kind of like social brand equity is like one of those mm-hmm. things that like you kind of like couldn't buy with infinite money if you wanted. Well, I mean, I guess with infinite yeah. money, you could probably buy it, but like, you know, either way. <laughs> Uh, it's not really where things valuable. you can plan to happen, right? right you can't be right, like, oh, right. we're going to make this product and call it this. And then before long, people are going to, you know, it's like uh, the mm-hmm. Mean Girls thing, like stop trying to make fetch work. Like you can't really <laughs> force it. Um, but when it happens naturally, yeah, that's super valuable. And Twitter, the name and the bird and everything about it, that was really the value because anybody mm-hmm. can build a infrastructure to send out micro blogging you know, or whatever, yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like. He could have bought literally anything else or built something from the ground up and called it X or like whatever. But he bought Twitter, which was a valuable brand, not just a valuable technology. So throwing that away seems completely bonkers, totally insane. And then the like very sloppy rollout of it has been funny, where for a while it was still called Twitter, but it had the X branding. But then they changed it, they updated it to be X and now... You still, I still go to twitter.com when I have to tweet something for Touchergate or whatever. Like, I don't. Does x.com the, work? I think he owns it. I think I saw that he owns it, but I've never typed it in because I just so when, go to when Twitter. You, it's just what I, my habit. When you go to like x.com, it redirects to the Twitter Wikipedia article now. What? I, I don't think it's like so. It's, it's just insane. I'm, I'm like basically fully off Twitter, other than like I've just, I've right. gone as far as like the basically where I've stopped is just at like straight up deleting my account because like you need an account to yeah. like load things on the website now. So, yeah. I mean, I guess I could just make a burner, but then seems... I only, so like uh, automatic tweeting broke for Tuttercade, right? We used to just post a thing yeah. and it would send out a tweet. That happened for a lot of people. And um, it's not like it, it. It's fine. Like we don't post enough that it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Other sites like Mac Rumors broke, and they were like, "Oh, this sucks!" Like we post so many stories yeah, a day. I was look. I was reading their Slack like when all that was happening because it was like a a real problem. You know, it's like particularly when yeah. they they drive so much. Like they have a massive Twitter account. You know, like Touchergate yeah. has like a tiny Twitter following comparatively. Right. I mean, like 
Yeah. So that was a big deal. I'm like, I don't, it's, I don't know. Well, I found that it's it's not so bad. We only post a handful of times a day. And then so just having to manually tweet things. And then I get the side benefit of the auto posting from WordPress plugin or whatever. It was like 30% of the time it would tweet an image and the other times it wouldn't. I could never figure out why. Hmm. And so at least posting manually, I'm like, oh, I can always put an image. It looks way nicer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. There, there's some benefits to it, but I it kind of sucks if I schedule something. I can't have a tweet go out. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's any I, I, tweet deck well, or one of those question. used to be able to schedule tweets, but I don't know. Yeah. Cause I've, I've used a, um, like social media management utility called buffer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, that used to do all that stuff and it was super handy, but like, is that just like, I bet it doesn't out now. Like, I'm sure so many of those things broke and, you know, it's probably something I could do through normal Twitter if I like subscribe, which I'm not going to do. So, um, you know, I'll work around it. You can tweet an article link later. It's not a big deal, but um... I mean, they still list Twitter as a channel that works on Buffer, but like, does it mm. work? Work or because like, yeah. so for the longest time, I don't know if actually they have native Instagram support or, or not. But for like the longest time, Instagram did not allow you to schedule posts. So like, uh-huh. the way that this worked on Buffer was um, like you would do all your posts in Buffer. And mm-hmm. then you would download the Buffer app and the app would send you a notification saying, hey, you've got a scheduled post now. And you'd go in there and I don't remember if there was a button you could click to then like forward all that info to Insta. Oh, yeah, it was like a share sheet thing. So you mm-hmm. got in, they hit the share sheet and then you put post to Instagram. And then it threw you into the Instagram app with like all the stuff populated, mm-hmm. which was, I don't mm-hmm. know, just like surprisingly janky how that. Yeah, that seems so, like a rough workaround. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if something similar doesn't exist for Twitter. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's not a big enough problem that I'm even worried about it. But I that is literally the only time I go on Twitter now is to tweet something for Tetracade. And then um, like some 50 50, I get roped into like a trending topic or something and go exploring. Right. Yeah, well, I hate right. that. I hate that. Well, I do that. I wish I didn't have to open Twitter at all. And I could just be totally done with it. Yeah. What um, X. X. what's interesting to me is um. Like when a friend like sends me a link to like something funny on Twitter and I like just scroll down, you know, because just out of kind mm-hmm. of like uh, muscle memory mm-hmm. and see like, yeah. okay, what are the next things that it's like showing me now? And it's all yeah. like crypto scams and mm-hmm. like other like weird stuff. Terrible. I don't It's just like, I don't, it's very bizarre. And then like when I look at my actual like timeline of like people that I used to follow, it's like everyone is gone except like yeah. a half dozen like Twitter <laughs> dead enders that like right. absolutely will not leave <laughs> right. until they are banned, even though like 90% of the Twitter activity is complaining about Twitter. And it's like, mm-hmm. just go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But but it's wild. I mean, like this this is the consequence of like Elon finally being in charge without someone smarter being like, yeah, that it, Good idea, maybe, but like it's just not. Mm. We're not not doing that. Uh, yeah, you know? there's nobody so, around him to say no, right? Um, unless like like we we're saying, maybe there is like some ultimate plan down the road, and we're all gonna look back and be like, oh, we all use X to do everything in our lives, and Elon was right uh, the whole time or something. I truly hope not, because um, I don't know. I I I feel like his dream of having an everything app like that is not conducive to our culture the, the problem i don't is, think you can just change that the everything app is called an operating system right yeah right? so your like phone. 
Uh, and, and that, you know, like th that's sort of the thing is like, you know, if you, okay, so he wants it to be like a payment portal and like all this other stuff, it's Look, like, I will why... not trust him with any financial info, well, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, he's going to run into the same problem as like everyone else that tries right. to like compete with Apple. It's like, okay, you have a, a native experience with Apple pay that mm -hmm. is so seamless. It's like yeah. problematic. Right. Right. Versus like right. using any other of these money sending apps. I don't care like cash app or Venmo or whatever. Like they are all yeah. several more steps than just using like yeah. Apple cash or, uh, you know, the pay with Apple or whatever the yeah called on websites, you know? So no, I, I agree. And like me personally, um, if I only, there's really, I don't think there's an Apple service that I don't use in favor of a third party service unless Apple doesn't offer it. Right. Like I use the default Apple everything for everything, even the mail app and stuff. And I know oh, like, I, I use Gmail, but that's yeah, because, I, I like I've you can't really, really gotten to that flow. It does, well, so the and it might be different now. I don't know, but like the way that because uh, I've just been using the Gmail app forever, I had no reason to really look. But like uh -huh. I have a bunch of email filters that because so Gmail doesn't do folders; they do like categories, you know, or tags or whatever they call it, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And I have a bunch of uh, different filters. Because fuck, I've been using Gmail since it came out. So like mm -hmm. 20 yeah. plus years now. Is that seriously yeah. that long ago? I don't know. A lot long time. Almost 20, I think. Um, yeah. You know, so I have like pretty sophisticated just email filters that I've mm -hmm. you know done forever. Like, you know, I like mm -hmm. uh, anything that's like a, a receipt goes in a receipts tag. Like so Amazon receipts, iTunes receipts, mm -hmm. stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then like some of those will be like, tagged into like multiple categories like i don't mm -hmm. try to think of one off the top of my head but like you know like like something might be tagged like a receipt and a subscription kind of thing you know like mm -hmm. and the way that the ios mail app used to see that was like oh these are this is a duplicate email because you have mm -hmm. the receipts folder and you have mm -hmm. the subscription folder you know yeah which it, yeah. i mean it might be fixed now or that might just be like a dumb limitation of like me using gmail in like a way that is not super conducive yeah. to using third-party mail. Probably clients, more the latter, but yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but that, I think that's the only one that I don't use. I'm you know, it's funny. It. I, um, I am in a similar situation as your Gmail, except with Yahoo mail, <laughs> oh. which sucks because that's, I've had Yahoo mail for like 20 years and that's my, was my main email for so long. And I've got decades of like, email stuff sorted and I have everything situated through that that like there's been multiple times where I'm like and, and Yahoo Mail sucks let me tell you oh, it's bad yeah. it's I'm super sure. bad and um, it actually wasn't so bad for a lot of years I paid 20 bucks to have like the Yahoo Plus and it was mm. good um, they stopped doing that a while ago Yahoo's been sold and bought and yeah, whatever I think since I then but 25 bucks a year for gmail or something goofy like that for some oh, extra storage or something maybe but... i think to use my own like domain on my email address i don't know uh, it's some some yeah. very minor feature that's a insignificant amount of money a year that i that i pay for it's worth it yeah. yeah but i yeah i um i've tried a few times to be like i'm gonna wean myself off yahoo but like i've used it so long that like every once in a while something will come up where it's like this is my login for this random place mm. or you know what it's like such a hard thread to unravel now yeah i mean it's kind of interesting. Feel stuck like, like remember when 37 signals or i guess they're base camp now right uh mm -hmm. launched that hey app for email mm -hmm. yeah and i it was it was kind of interesting because like i totally i totally get what they were going for which is like hey you know email is very old technology mm -hmm. uh a lot of people 
don't like a lot of people use email the way that like it wasn't super designed to be used for and like email is just yeah. kind of like outgrown its original implementation so we made hey which yeah. is like email but better but backwards compatible with email i guess i don't know the whole thing was just kind of weird yeah. but like like either yeah. way like it was dependent on you actively switching to a at hey.com email address which like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. extremely heavy lift in this day and age i think mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. um i mean because shit i've had the same email address for I don't even know since I was in like high school, basically. Right. You know? Yeah. It, it's Same. it's yeah. like changing your phone number, right? It's like, yeah. it's yeah. like as much as I would love to change my phone number to like uh, get off of all these different like spam lists and stuff that I'm on. It's like, yeah. I've seriously had the same phone number since I was like 17 years old. So like, right. what are you supposed to do? Um, yeah. 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 I just hate to think that like, I don't know. I have like a second cousin that needs to call me for something important or whatever. And it's like, oh, uh, I changed my phone number. Sorry. You know, same, same with mm -hmm. email, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I get it though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. One day I'm really going to sit down and try hard to like archive the things that matter to me and get out of Yahoo land <laughs> because yeah. Hey, like, I feel like it's a ticking time bomb of Yahoo's going to shut down someday. Right. Like, cause it's a bad company. It's not, it, it's, I don't know. I'm surprised it's still around now. Gmail, I feel like will never shut down. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, well, but, but that's not, not like I love Google. But. That's kind of the importance of having like your own donate domain name that you pay for that and stuff like that. Because like, yeah. if Gmail shut down, like I could just—I mean, it'd be annoying to like lose my email archive. I mean, probably it'd probably be a way to yeah. pack it up or move it or whatever. But I could just like yeah. point my email address somewhere else, and it would yeah, you know, yeah. be kind of no big deal, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Really it, tough first world type problems where is what it is email. Problems. Have you um, um have you upgraded to the iOS 17 public beta yet? Are you? Not, I don't uh, usually dig around with those. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I did. I was like bored on a Saturday or something stupid like that, and uh -huh. saw someone talking about a new cool feature out, and I was like, mm, okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Give it a go. Um, the new feature, and yeah, I should look up what they actually call this, but um, uh, the uh, it's called like. Um, thing where you turn your phone sideways on a charger standby mode oh right yeah game changer like total game changer man really? it is it is so good it's um like because you know i i uh i had a, I have a magsafe charger that i use and i just kind of like mm -hmm. prop my phone up sideways and it, it turned on and it was like a nice clock and i was like oh that's neat that's neat enough for mm -hmm. me to like mm -hmm. buy one of these uh i don't know i think i got like a 20 dollar anchor like actually like real charger stand that's conducive to having it sideways, like really mm -hmm. just expecting it to be like just the clock. Right. But the way that mm -hmm. it um, handles like notifications and calls and like everything else mm -hmm. is just extremely good. And what's kind of interesting is that um, it uses face ID for certain things. So like if you hmm. um, if like, like, so for instance, if you are, so I have it kind of my phone kind of set off to the right, kind of like above my mouse, more or less when I mm -hmm, am mm -hmm. at my computer. And like, I'm just like looking at my computer and, and sort of like look at it from the side. I'll see mm -hmm. like, like text message from Jared Nelson pop up, right. Or mm -hmm, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I actually like look at it, when that happens, it'll see me giving it attention on face ID and it'll show me what the text message says. Oh, that's pretty cool. And um mm. So there's like a bunch of other stuff that I think, I guess you need iOS 17, like beta apps to get like the, 
mm-hmm. live full screen activities and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which I don't have anything that uses that yet. But mm-hmm. it it's 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 really cool because like I I would almost say like, um, you know, if you are a Apple person. Uh, this arguably makes your iPhone more useful, significantly more useful than Amazon's uh, A-word stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Because I have a A-word show on my desk that I use, but it's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, I don't use the Amazon photo stuff beyond just like photos I have loaded up just because I want to see them in like the, the yeah. album. But it's yeah. a pain in the ass to do anything yeah. with because I don't use Amazon photos uh i don't use amazon email stuff like you know so Mm -hmm. it's like basically the a word show for me is you know just a way to ask kind of like smart home assistant questions Mm -hmm. uh see some photos that i like and Mm -hmm. then just other kind of random crap that it shows me throughout the day which is typically of extremely questionable relevance right right whereas um the the iphone standby mode I mean, like all my fucking data is on my iPhone, right? So it's got like all the mm-hmm. photos and it like somehow knows, like, I think it's based on like maybe like photos that you've shared or interacted with or whatever. Like it somehow mm-hmm. knows like uh, these are photos that you care about for some reason. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it'll rotate through these. It'll show you like when you've got like calendar stuff coming up, um, mm-hmm. the music interface is really cool. And then just like the plain ass, like basic clocks are really neat. Like, mm-hmm. um, which makes me wonder like if they're, now now this is making me wonder if there is not going to be like a home pod with a screen Mm. you know yeah yeah because they've been talking about that for a while yeah yeah because i was like this this functionality is so cool that i would potentially so i mean i've bought these a word devices you know like it's sometimes like you buy stuff on sale on amazon and it's like here we're just throwing in a fucking you know show or dot or whatever else right uh-huh, so uh-huh, i had uh-huh. a bunch all over my house that i've paid little to nothing for right and it would be really cool given the extreme difference in relevance of the data displayed on them to kind of like phase these out for yeah um you know like home pod standby devices yeah but at the same time it's like kind of janky to like if i replace the one on like my kitchen counter i mm-hmm. guess i would I don't know, get a stand for like an old iPhone or something like that and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have it there with like an iPhone charger cable just like coming out the side. I don't know. It's just like, there's mm-hmm. just like not like the, yeah. the, the, uh, the show series of Amazon devices are really good, like countertop devices, you know, like designed for that, yeah. designed for that. Yeah. I mean, like the one that we have in our kitchen, like it, it just it looks like it, it was meant to sit on your counter doing useful Mm -hmm. things you know Mm -hmm. and like even the best kind of charging stand just kind of looks like oh you're so you're charging your phone there kind of thing it's not like (laughs) so well also uh, you're probably better off with an ipad in a situation like that where you know it's gonna stay on your countertop maybe that's a maybe that's kind of the thing is like if these well yeah actually you know so connecting the dots on that like what if the rumors of a new ipad mini are true Mm-hmm. And then that's like that's where all the... that comes in is like all these different third party mm-hmm. options for like, like remember what they did with like the iCade mm-hmm. where it's like you slide your, your iPad in this. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. You have a little arcade. Like I could actually really see that as like, oh, the iPad mini is like made for uh, the standby mode, basically. Like it's got an OLED well, there's screen. No, now um, and, you know, stuff like that. 
uh iPads don't have MagSafe, right? I don't think so, but they've got I mean the, the new ones might I don't know my iPad it's kind of old, but um, I don't think they do. They do have all the different magnets along the side to uh you know do the different cases and they stuff. They have that so, smart connector thing though, right? That yeah. it's a weird port that's uh, that for keyboard cases or something. Though? I don't, I don't think know. But it, if you could because I'm thinking like an iPad on the countertop would be perfect, except how do you keep it plugged in mm -hmm. elegantly unless it's in portrait mode, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, Which I don't know. I it's um the purpose. I, I I it will be interesting to see if Apple takes this opportunity to like really lean into this yeah. functionality, you know, because like yeah. Oh, the fuck the problem is going to be that's going to be so expensive because like I, I feel like the mm -hmm. the a word show that we have on the kitchen counter is the let me actually look it up i think it's the uh 10 inch one maybe eight inch uh but i know i didn't pay very much money for it because i wouldn't have bought it yeah. if it was expensive right yeah so yeah. the oh currently unavailable so i don't my echoes are only um i have well, I have three and two of them were free. And then I bought the one that looks like an owl for the kids room um, to play music and stuff. And that uh, was like not even $30. I think I think it was 20. So, yeah, it uh, it doesn't even show up on my order history. So I wonder if I did just get it as like a free add on. But they do that all the time where they bundle them together. For either the same like, so, price yeah. or like very little extra. So just looking at like the other Echo shows that I have, uh, the most I paid for one seems to be thirty dollars. Yeah. Which like yeah, that's I it, you know I I feel like it's not um out of you know the realm of possibility that there's a lot of people out there that have an extra iPad or something that they would yeah. be able to dedicate to something like this as opposed to. What's a screened HomePod going to cost if the mini's a hundred, which I feel like is not a bad deal for what you're getting, but it's also seventy dollars more than if you bought a, a Amazon thing or you know whatever. Yeah, 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 hundred um, percent. But like, if one yeah, had a I'm... screen on it and did all that stuff, like, there's no way it's not at least two hundred dollars. And yeah, at that point, you're like, was uh, sure? twenty four ninety nine is the. So they've ranged from free to $30. It looks like what I paid on these things. Right. So, right. That would be kind of a hard pill to swallow if it was like, Hey, check out the new iPad mini. It's specifically, it's got all these cool features for standby and yeah. it's like a $600 setup for, well, they're, um, I mean, they're, uh, what I forget what iPad it is. Cause there's so many stupid variations, but like the one that has the camera on the side made for like landscape camera in, you know what I mean? I think it was the last regular iPad they released. Mm. Um, the camera's not at the top anymore in portrait mode. It's on the side of the thing. And, um, it was almost like it was designed to be a video, like a FaceTime iPad. And it makes so much more sense to have a camera there. Um, because, I feel like with an iPad, I don't know. Oh, with so the that's phone, the, the 10th generation like iPad proper is the regular as, iPad. Yeah. And then it looks like everything after that is. Oh, no, it's just the regular iPad. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have it, that hasn't been adopted on any other iPads, which I feel like is weird. And um, but that makes me think like, you know, if they had the camera there and it's really designed to be a landscape like device that they would put yeah. some sort of charging something on the other side. So you could lay it into some sort of dock. Um, 
that would be the way to go, I would think. But yeah, I I think that would be really cool. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about wireless charging. I don't. I haven't looked at iPads in so long. So it's just like it's, I, don't, I got. I have an iPad Pro from God. I don't know three years ago, and it was just like does everything that I want. I'm sure, and yeah. more. You know, like there's literally nothing yeah. that this thing doesn't do. I've um, cer- I've certainly got the itch to try and pick an iPad up because I haven't had one in a really long time, and um, I don't know. Every time I go to do it, it's like, oh, th- that's on sale for four ninety nine. That's not bad. But then you're like, sixty four gigs of memory, and it's like Wi Fi only. It's like all the cheapest stuff, and then you're like, well, I'd, I'd want a case for it. Oh, that's two hundred dollars. Like, you know, by the time you're done, it's like, okay, that's not just like a five hundred dollar purchase. It's like a eight or nine or tax or you know whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's always turned me off to it, but like a mini, I don't know, release like a $300 mini. That's like decent. And I will totally buy that. But the last mini, I think, I mean, shit. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So the, the mini that you can buy, if you went to the app store today and we're mm-hmm. like, I want an iPad mini, it's 500 bucks with an a 15 bionic chip. Doesn't even have yeah. not like, even an Apple chip or well, any an M chip, but um, <clears throat> I don't yeah. know. So it's surprising they haven't updated that to the M ones, but so I, I don't know. Like so that that would be an interesting thing to me is is if they really leaned into the iPad Mini being like that. This is your, this mm-hmm. is the standby device. Like this is the kitchen iPad kind of thing. Yeah, because um, that would be that would be pretty. I neat. would probably go for that if it was like in the three hundred dollar range or whatever, you know. But yeah. even that is so expensive. When like I could get one of those Echo shows for whatever thirty bucks on on a deal or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. I mean, like it's, if it's I like, wanted that, I, I just have a regular Echo in my kitchen that I talk yeah. to about things. But and, and it's like not even the same ballpark of of pricing. Really, I mean, like the cheapest yeah. iPad if you want to buy like a refurb from Apple, a nine gen refurb is yeah. like two ninety nine. So yeah, plus whatever yeah. stand you would need, which I'm sure would not be cheap because no Apple yeah. accessories are. Um, I don't know. So what a weird the, problem, but like what a that seems like such a area where Apple needs to be, especially because mm-hmm. they made such a big deal out of like matter and having this, you know, home smart home support system built. And then, you know, their own smart home stuff hasn't been taken off in any meaningful way. Like yeah. they really need to be in that space, and that would be a way to do it. Yeah, um, it's hard to imagine that they'd release this as like a home pod. With a yeah. screen. So like, you know, if the home pods cost 300 bucks, like the screen one would need to be, you know, at least another hundred dollars. Right. Right. Like, I don't. Yeah. That's, and I just yeah. like, I don't, just, like, don't get the impression that home pods are like the, the big home pod anyway, is like selling that well. Like I, I, I mean, anecdotal. I thought it was I weird. They brought it back. I thought well, like, yeah, when they got rid of that first one and brought out the mini and I was like, oh, well, obviously the hundred dollar one makes way yeah. more sense. It's probably selling way more. But then they brought the old one back for 300 which is like, man, that's a lot of money to spend for a pretty nice speaker. I mean, everybody loves them. But do you love it like $600 love it so you could have like stereo sound in a in a single room? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's uh, what's what's weird is like I uh, of all the like hardcore Apple people I know, I think I know like one person that has a full size HomePod. It kind of seems like of and again you know this is just my social circle so it's hardly you know indicative of everyone but like it seems like the people that i know that are looking for something more expensive than just like the home pod mini or like basic amazon speaker device are getting into Uh like the sonos ecosystem basically because they have really 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 nailed like the 
we have all these cool speakers and they all work together and they all do like yeah. neat stuff. And the more you buy, the cooler it gets. And yeah. Um, which I guess is potentially also true of HomePod. I mean, I guess you could uh, bundle them all together in like a big AirPod setup or AirPlay setup, yeah. but it's just like not the same as what you well, can I do had, with the Sonos, I, I think. I have two Sonos sound bars for my house and love them. And their app is great and they sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't like super cheap either. And No, they're expensive. They, yeah, I could have bought two full-size HomePods and like tried to do a similar thing or whatever, but that just seemed like a bad idea. <laughs> it's yeah. like so much easier. But they they all have like they have a word built in and stuff too, right? So you can like tell it to do things or play things or whatever. Yeah. See, like <clears throat> here's here's my fucking thing with this is it's like uh while a HomePod device that can do standby from a visual standpoint would be exponentially better than an a word device the actual mm-hmm. like voice interaction of the s word lady versus the yeah. a word lady is bad not even I, they're not even playing the same fucking game man it's like no, it's like t-ball compared to like pro nfl football when it comes to like yeah. the usefulness yeah. and the uh, uh just the accuracy of getting back kind of like the answers that i'm asking it it's just like mm-hmm. yeah. really bonkers that and it's always weird to me. It's like every year it's like Apple's like, oh, you know, S words getting even smarter. But I just like haven't have seen it. Yeah. not experienced that. And it's like, no. I don't know. It's and and when I've tried to use it like in the car, or like other other places that like it's supposed to be super useful, it's just like frustrating, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whereas the A word lady, it, I would say it greater than 90 percent of the time returns what I want. Yeah. You know, yeah, whereas like yeah. I would say that's like probably inverse with the S word lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I totally agree. And I that has been a reason that I have paused on grabbing um a HomePod mini before because I was like for a hundred bucks, it's worth checking out. They're supposed to sound good. I could use an extra yeah. speaker somewhere. Um, But like having to deal with S word like that, it does not sound appealing. Um, I don't know that that's a I, I feel like a long time ago, I decided like okay for all that type stuff i'm just gonna stick with amazon right because it works and it's fine um and all my ring stuff like that kind of played a role in it where it was like all the ring stuff will work with amazon and a word and you know whatever um even though i would love to have everything be like all apple everything um yeah it's just not possible because they just don't excel in every area right well and it's it's like one of these things i get it where you know like the it's it's valiant of apple to be like oh everything that the s word lady does is mm-hmm. on your phone you know none of your data is being you know sent anywhere else or analyzed anywhere else or you know warehoused for anything you know, like ads or any of that crap but man i don't know it's like i kind of just accepted that we live in a world where it's kind of a losing battle, unfortunately, to try to like maintain like a hundred percent of your privacy on this kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause like, even if you're like, we are never letting, and I, I have friends like this. They're like, I'm never letting a word into my house. Like I don't want, mm-hmm. you know, open microphones that are being sent back to something that, you know, ultimately is probably mm-hmm. being used for some like advertising algorithm. And I'm sure if you read the end user license agreement of, um, you know, Amazon devices, it would make your, make your hair turn white on like what they can actually do with that stuff. But man, I don't know. It's just like, it's so useful comparatively Yeah, that I just, 
kind of over worrying about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have a buddy who, when touch ID came out, wouldn't refuse to use it. And yeah. I was like, why? I was like, so you punch okay. in your password, like every time you need to open your phone, like that's insane. Or you have no password, which is mm-hmm. even worse. But yeah, he was just like, uh-uh, nobody's getting my thumbprint or whatever. I was just like, okay, I mean, I get it. Like, it's your thumbprint. Yeah. If something did happen, you'd be the smart guy that doesn't have his thumbprint out there. But I mean, I just, I just, to me, it just seems like one of those things where it's like, okay, who are you afraid of having your information? Typically, it's always like, oh, I don't want the government having my stuff. And it's right. like, yeah. Dude, do you? I, I got I it all. Not anyway. <laughs> even imagine in this like day and age, like that you would honestly be able to hide anything from mm-hmm. you know the, the quote unquote like the government yeah. looking to come get you, uh, yeah. unless you like literally live in the woods, like don't <laughs> connect to anything and have so much tree cover that no one can see your little cabin or whatever you're doing from yeah. space, you know, like. Other than that, the jig's probably up, right? Like it's. I'm gonna be honest. What you just described sounds great. I mean, it Let's, does. Can I move to the woods <laughs> and not have connection with anything whatsoever? Yeah. And nobody even can see that I'm there. Yeah. I get why people do that now. I, well, uh... I mean, particularly it's it's like you know it's it's like things that you don't even really think about. Like, so a, a good example of this is um, I don't remember if I told the story now on the podcast. I'm repeating myself. I apologize, but um maybe a month or two ago uh we had you know just someone roll up our driveway and knock on the door which, and we live kind of in the middle of nowhere so it's a little rare for yeah like just completely yeah. unexpected people to just kind of come knock on right. the door so i was like oh who's this and it was like someone from the county and they wanted to just do a quick walk around to my property to make sure that like the way they pitched it was like we want to make sure we're not overcharging you for property tax to make sure that like <laughs> all of the things that are still on like the things like the amenities your house is supposed to have they're being taxed for are still here like is your does your deck still exist and all this other stuff like mm-hmm. um and i was like oh that's really weird that like are you doing this every neighborhood in the every house in the neighborhood He's like no just a, a very short list of people like basically we do we pay a service to do a real close flyover uh-huh. and then we do all of this by the computer and but uh houses that have too much tree cover to be able to see these different things clearly from the images we get back we just have to go visit and i was like oh fuck like i didn't even like, it's kind of crazy that and it's just like a very innocuous thing that you'd never yeah really think about is like oh how are they verifying like property assessment values and stuff and it's like oh well they just yeah. do a satellite flyover <laughs> like so yeah or use google maps or something well yeah but i mean like so if you, if you think about that as like something that my ultra unsophisticated like fucking rural ass eastern tennessee county is doing and it's mm-hmm. just a normal thing where it's like oh yeah of course we just are using you know a close yeah. satellite flyover that we request like yeah. it, like does is there really anything that you're protecting by not using amazon devices right and, and insisting yeah. on using like all of the uh the apple stuff instead like i don't know i mean maybe maybe it's a defeatist attitude to have and maybe that's stupid but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's a I I respect people that feel that way, and if that's how you want to live and you're comfortable doing that, then that's fine. Like I yeah, I wouldn't like I don't like make fun of this friend, right? I'm just like surprised where I'm like, yeah. dude, the convenience factor way outweighs whatever concern you have. But hey, yeah. my concerns aren't your concerns, so whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, get it. I I do. There, there's a limit though too, because sometimes it's like, 
you you do read or you catch wind of of what a company's doing with your data and you're like, ugh, like no, I want nothing to do with that. That grosses mm-hmm. me out. Or like when an app is like, hey, we want to track you for this reason. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. And it's like, why? They probably would make the app better if I let them track my how I use it, but I'm like, no way, man. Um, so I don't know. It's just like a weird, I don't really have a hard line on it on on data stuff but i feel like when it comes to convenience i'm way more apt to give up my concerns about that stuff yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see i guess uh <laughs> i guess it'll be interesting seeing what the uptake is on these different like re- surprisingly cool features of, yeah. of ios 17 you know because like i can't really think of too many uh, like remember when live activities got released as part of like iOS uh, 16 and mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, fuck, like this is it. This is so cool. Like, I can't believe it's like going to just show stuff on your lock screen like I, all the time and yeah. you know, update passively. Like I, I have literally one app that does it and it's like a sports score app that I specifically downloaded because it's called like, yeah. well, it's, it's <laughs> named something, you know, like live activity sports scores or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's like the only thing that I use that that yeah. uses that. So I don't know, I guess it, it, it maybe the make or break thing is like, do a bunch of third-party apps integrate with this new functionality or is it going to just be like the live activities where they yeah, show yeah. a couple things during the keynote and that's about it, you know? I have, I, I think I've only seen live activities work like one time. And even then I wasn't totally sure how I got it to work because I tried to do the sports scores thing because I was like, I totally want, every time a Giants game is on, I want the score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be work to be on my screen, like uh, and constantly updating because I'm always opening like my scores app to check on it, or if I'm not watching the game or something. Um, I couldn't get it to like work. Like it worked, I think when an Apple TV um MLB game was on, it was working. And that was the only time or something like that. Like I could never get it to work right, and it drove me nuts. Okay, so the app that I <laughs> the app that I use that I have gotten to work. Is okay. called just sports alerts. I think I tried that one, but I'm it's positive. Uh, I tried this one. If I recall correctly, it's like I have it have installed. To... Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you have to do some like wacky shit. Like it's not automatic. Like like what I wanted was an app that like just I had set up, and when like uh-huh. University of Tennessee is playing football, like it's just mm-hmm. on my home screen. I don't have to do shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the way that this works is like you have to. Like a, it sends you an alert that the game is starting mm-hmm. and then you have to mm-hmm. like load into the game and then like star it. And then that asks you if you want to start like the live activity kind of thing. Oh, each game when it's starting. I believe so. It was way more okay. manual than because you remember like, that's during, uh, super during the keynote. It was just like, oh, and uh, you know, if an app needs to update you, it just pops this thing oh. up and uh, you know, you're good to go. Um, yeah, I have. It's, of course, there's no games today, but um, y'all have to try this tomorrow. Because yeah, I surely I there's something to work, and it right drove now. me nuts. I had everything. I have all my favorite teams set up. I feel like I have alerts and stuff turned on. Um, man, you can even do player tracker stuff with this. Like this would be so handy if I could get this to work. But whatever. Um, um, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at, I don't even know what the ATP is, I guess. Tennis. Kind of, I think yeah. So, tennis. so you load a game that's actively going and then you on the top right corner, you tap like the th- three dots and then you go to start live activity. Hmm. And then 
the first time you do it, it asks if you can do a live activity. Mm-hmm. And then it it shows up uh, right there as like your hmm. focusing. But, hmm. but okay. either way, it's like a hundred times more uh, manual than I was kind of hoping for. Yeah. And like, I definitely like if they want standby to work as like a very cool like countertop thing like that's what's yeah. nice about the it needs amazon to just stuff. do stuff for you yeah. the amazon stuff just does things for us you yeah. know like it just you know you don't need to like load into some app and tell it you know it's just like it works you know yeah 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 so i don't know it's uh it is it is what it is i guess i guess uh we're getting to that point though where there's going to be it'll be next month probably right new phones and new ios is getting released uh yeah usually september isn't it isn't the keynote typically early, early September and then late September, yeah. early October is release? Yeah, I believe so. Um, so I'll be interesting. Actually, I'm not sure if I'm going to get a new phone this year or not. Can't really afford to, but uh, might just do it anyway. The old Apple credit card. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I haven't messed with any of the betas, even though it's tempting sometimes. But I've never I've never opted into any of that stuff on the, the new one's laptop good, or I mean... phone. I feel like now they've made such a stink of making them public. And like, I even got an email from Apple that was like, try out the latest betas, opt into the program. And I was like, dang, like Apple pushes it. So um, I'm sure it's super helpful to have so many people using it and stuff. But I think they make sure, sure that things are more solid than they were when it was like iOS 5 beta. You know, I've, I've, when I would have multiple devices, you would try out a new iOS to see if games were broken or, you know, whatever reason I would run betas back then. And it was always like, Oh, it was a real raw dice here. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, And what was super frustrating about doing it back in the day was like, God, you remember like you would, um, I think iOS seven was the one that I did this on where it was like, I, uh, cause everyone was all amped to get on iOS seven ASAP because it was like the total visual refresh of, like the the OS, right? So yeah. you did your iOS six backup before you upgraded to iOS seven, and then mm-hmm. you upgraded to iOS seven beta one, and mm-hmm. it was like a endurance test of how much jank and crashing you were <laughs> yeah. willing to put up with. But then the problem was, you know, this is before like iCloud and like all this other stuff, right? So you kind of got trapped in it because it was like, all right, well, I've used this for two weeks now. And like, if I go back to my iOS six, it's going to break a bunch more stuff. (laughs) I'm going to lose like two weeks of text messages. I'm going to lose like two weeks of, I mean, I guess you could export and re-import your photos, but like, yeah, there was Mm -hmm. no, never a graceful way to do it as opposed to now it's like, it seems like most games store their data on iCloud or something similar. Your photos are on iCloud. You have iCloud text messages. Like you could basically, you know, throw your phone down the garbage disposal and get a new one. And after it, spends all day downloading stuff you're pretty much back to where you were regardless of the last mm-hmm. time you really like actually manually plugged into your computer and backed it up i don't even know if you can still do that, like, do that <laughs> yeah, actual, i think you can actually yeah like yeah, itunes but... backup thing but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know but i i give the iOS 17 public beta 2 that came out last week or whatever i give it two thumbs up as far as mm. beta issues like the only mm. I mean, I don't know. The battery uses might be more, but that's typical of betas. Um, but the only kind of bug that I run into is 
every now and again, like the keyboard won't load, which I, might be the mm -hmm. new like Siri keyboard thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, if I just like back out and go back into that text box, mm -hmm. it'll like almost always fix itself. So, yeah, but that's, that's kind of the only, the only it issue. Never, um, I don't know. It, there'd have to be a really big compelling feature that I'm really interested in to bother. Cause otherwise I'm just like, yeah, I'll just get it when it comes Standby. out. Standby. Yeah. Baby. From what you're explaining, this sounds pretty cool. Um, but I also, I don't have any, I don't really know where I would use this standby because I have a MagSafe on my nightstand. That's like a flat, almost flat. Oh yeah. Case. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be even useful, but yeah. See all that was kind of the, mm -hmm. the dumb part of this for me was that like all, I have a bunch of, um, uh, just what is it? The, uh, QI is that G yeah. or I don't know how you pronounce it, but like I have a ton of those chargers from i mean because fuck they like particularly old ones uh before they yeah. were max safe like they would like i would see it like mac rumors would post a thing of like oh here's all the anchor sales and it's like oh you want yeah. another charger for like two dollars yeah and i was like okay yeah sure i guess i'll put one in my bathroom that would be kind of handy right. so i have like a ton of the old style ones and they're all mm -hmm. either lay down flat or stand up in portrait mm -hmm. mode so this is mm -hmm. kind of annoying mm -hmm. when this came out it was like oh shit i have to I have to buy a charger when i have 30 yeah i have so <laughs> many it's ridiculous but I, it's it's worth it overall i don't i mean i don't I yeah don't magsafe is great i for the longest time didn't even get magsafe i thought it was like dumb i thought the puck was like expensive and all this stuff and then um after being my nightstand charging thing um i got a little base station where you can charge your watch and uh phone at the same time and airpods and um the first one i had was like plugged into the lightning thing for the phone oh yeah and then, yeah yeah, yeah. The watch was you just wrap, you know, uh, routed your Apple Watch charger through with it to make it be in the stand. Um, and so that got really annoying trying to like plug in the lightning, setting it in the dock oh, with the yeah. lightning thing or whatever. And so I got a different one later on that was like a wireless charger and that was fine, but it was like sometimes not quite on their right, you know, that whole problem. And it charged really slow. Not yeah. that it mattered when you're charging overnight, but whatever. Yeah, that was my thing because like I always use those either like sitting at my desk or on my nightstand. It, it either of those, neither is a situation where I'm like, "Fuck, I need this to charge like instantly." It's like, well, it's just going to sit here for the next eight hours, and if it takes yeah, so it eight matter. hours to charge, yeah. that's fine. If you care. need to top up, like I'm going to go find a USB C lightning yeah. cable yeah, yeah, yeah. and plug no, it exactly. into a hundred watt charger or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I uh, and and then so eventually there was a sale or something because I think MagSafe pucks are 40 bucks and it was on sale for 30 or something like that where it wasn't like I was yeah. finally like let's try this out and I was like really surprised like how much I liked it the, mm -hmm. the magnetic like lock-on is super helpful and then I bought this little it's like a aluminum machined out base thing that you yeah there's a, a bunch of those different, different yeah ones. which was 15 bucks on Amazon or something it was very reasonably repriced nice and heavy and yeah, that's my little nightstand setup now. So I like it very much, but I don't have any mag safes anywhere else. Yeah. I also don't really have a need to charge my phone during the day. But and when I'm sitting at my desk, like right now, like, yeah, I have a perfect spot that could have a charger. Oh, and there you go. It's $20 away on Amazon, Jared. Uh, um, the yeah, other killer sure. feature of iOS 17 that I've come to really enjoy is the uh, greatly enhanced search capabilities of messages. Because like, mm. so for instance, mm. like the way that I, uh, I don't know, I feel like my brain is useless. So I keep everything in like notes mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. emails, right? So like if I 
if I need to remember something and it's not in an email or not in my notes, like I just, it's just gone, right? It's gone for mm-hmm. good. Um, and the, the problem uh, before was I had to be pretty diligent about like copying stuff out of messages and into notes and stuff because like, I don't know, like searching messages always was shitty to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even if you like knew exactly what you're searching for, um, it still was difficult, right? Whereas like mm-hmm. this, the way this works now is like kind of like uh, searching for files on your Mac where it's like you just mm-hmm. kind of start typing something and it gives you like a suggestion of like, like, so for instance, like on your Mac, I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, like, but like say you type like image and then mm-hmm. it'll pop up, it'll be like, oh, you're searching for like type image or you're searching for like a JPEG file or whatever. And you click that and then that kind of just enters the search bar and then you can like keep adding those things or then like, like have like, yeah, or I have like type image and then like word or something like that, you know, mm. and you can do that exact same shit with um, uh, the the messages app now. And like, so for instance, mm. like what I just ha- actually experienced this this morning where like I was uh, looking for the specific paint color that we used for trim, which mm-hmm. I know is in a text message somewhere, but like somewhere. In, in, I was 16, yeah. <laughs> like that would just be lost, you know, because you would search yeah. for like paint or trim mm-hmm. or something and it would be like, here's. 10 million messages have fun um but this was actually able to like like very rapidly find like the exact specific text message where i was like oh here's the pink color for trim kind of thing and i was Mm -hmm. like fuck that like just saved me so much time and calling and everything else because i've got particularly with the icloud messages stuff i got i don't know a decade of messages Mm -hmm. yeah that is just i mean effectively useless before yeah you know so yeah i had i I have had to search things up too, especially with our renovation stuff, especially because it would be like, I know my contractor told me this thing and mm-hmm. he's telling me now he told me another thing. And I know he has a text where he sent this instead. And it's like going back to search for it has always been like, oh my God, okay. You know, I, the general gist of what I want mm-hmm. pulled up 13 text chains that I yes. can try to search through and then, or whatever. Well, and I don't know if this is the intended behavior or just never worked right for me, but like when I was 16, when you had one of those search results and you tapped it, it would just take mm-hmm. you to that conversation thread. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, I guess I need to scroll through three weeks of messages to find like the specific <laughs> yeah. one. Whereas yeah. this will throw you, it can be the preview of the exact message that you're looking for and then throw you straight into where that was, which I was like, fuck, this is, this is great. Yeah, so that sounds nice. Two good reasons to push oh, two yeah. buttons on your phone. And maybe wait I'll, you know, maybe I'll go for it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel like we should if we name dropped the uh, Apple Arcade list that um, you guys posted. We should also point out the Netflix one mm-hmm. that you Let's guys see. posted. That is also an extremely good article because I feel like I, um, I feel like I've run into that quite a bit where because because you kind of need to pay for apple arcade versus like netflix being like a value add you know i feel like right. i <clears throat> more people so yeah have, mikhail did a list know? um best netflix games uh as of like right now right and so um yeah it's full of good stuff and, and it's nice because it's like a mix of a couple brand new things but also like older things that still hold up um like point p is still so good Mm-hmm. And you can only, I think you can only play it on Netflix, right? Like it's not anywhere else. Um, and then uh, a lot of the ports that came out are super good, like Shredder's Revenge, Kentucky Route Zero, and uh, Into the Breach. 
those are really solid like ports that you wouldn't have on mobile otherwise so mm-hmm. um yeah that's a really 100 really good i yeah into the into the breach i think is uh actually i don't know i uh world of goo is like i don't know how there's still people that haven't played this game yet when it's like available well, on like <laughs> every platform under the sun and has been in like right. every humble bundle to ever exist yeah. ever yeah. um but just truly a truly outstanding game and a fantastic mobile port it like transferred so well to touchscreen it's like not even funny yeah um oh some oh man gotta go get my mail um yeah no i agree we've been doing a lot of best of lists that uh i will uh uh, try to uh link to in our show notes so you can check them out there was a best apple arcade best netflix games and then sean's been going crazy ranking different switch things um which is pretty cool so what's your uh speaking of switch what's your uh spider sense saying about a switch two these days uh don't see it happening wouldn't be surprised really? if it did don't see it happening not that not not this year maybe next year because it's weird because switch came out 2017 right so that's a long ass console cycle but they long. still sell they still you know what i mean so it's like I feel like this would be the last holiday where they would really push like their current model out there and then like next spring announce a new one. But also, I don't know, they could also drop the price a hundred bucks and keep selling them for five more years. Like, I I don't know. It's feeling very long in the tooth. I will say that. Yeah. God, I guess. I I don't know. It's just like, I don't, it's, I, I just, it blows my mind that they're, still able to sell this thing so much i mean it's like i don't know it's just like so long in the tooth like i just i just like i don't know i want a new one but i also don't because i have a steam deck and i'm like i don't know i i'm i'm perfectly happy right now especially since i've been going through older games with my kid and so it's like been nice because i i have a a healthy backlog of switch games i i still could play right for the probably last the rest of my life so it's not like a huge need but i'm sure like metroid prime 4 will come out and it will be on the new console and you're going to be like i I need the new one right um but for now i'm just like enjoying playing older games and not really worrying about i was always so worried about with the switch when i was like buying games because they were on sale and like oh i'll definitely play this and whatever it's more of like a game than playing the games a lot of the time well so Uh, what kind of makes my eyebrow raised a little bit because uh, mm-hmm. it feels like there's I'm always... listening I gotta go grab something oh my god I feel like there's always been like basically from the day that the uh the switch was released it was like there's been rumors of like oh there's gonna be a switch pro or a switch 2 or all this stuff so this is definitely not a new thing uh it just kind of feels like these switch 2 rumors that are continuing to pop up just just I, I mean, <laughs> as time goes on, it just seems like more and more and more inevitable, right? Like where it's like, like it might have been ridiculous to say, oh yeah, there's a new switch coming in like 2021, right? But like, as the longer this goes on, like the, it's just gonna, it's not like they're not gonna release another one, right? Like it's, uh, and if you sort of like look at their upcoming releases, it kind of seems like it, 
there's not a whole ton of like really bomb ass first party titles that mm-hmm. are have like really yet to come out right i mean like if you look at yeah. particularly like if you look at kind of like the stuff that's coming out this um like this holiday season it's it's basically what like that uh, a super mario side scroller uh mm-hmm. which i think is just a re-release of super like the the wii u super mario right no 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 it's brand new it's brand oh. new and it looks sick you should look into that more because that's this a game i'm actually very excited super, for. super mario wonder or whatever it is that you're talking yeah. about right yeah totally brand okay, new well but so you got that you've got the remake of super mario rpg and that's, that's gonna be good i mean i guess but it's, it's not like there's there's not like another like uh like what would you say is like the next like zelda slash metroid tier game right like metroid right but do you think do you think uh, you think that's going to be a switch game versus a no switch no that's what i'm saying title. is i think oh, okay i think they're part of it is they're like part of it is that they don't have to put out a new one yet right mm-hmm. so why do it if you don't have to and how long did they sell like the regular ds or just yeah, release see, new variations of I just, it or whatever i just think that like for nintendo it's like they look at it as like well we released the metroid prime remastered so we that's that checks the box for a metroid game on switch mm-hmm. like we released that yeah. pressure valve kind of thing you know well so. i think they'll i i really think that unless there's a new 3d mario coming out or metroid 4 will be the next system launch titles right like that'll be the time when the next system launches and if those games aren't ready they're not going to launch the system if that yeah. makes sense like they're gonna they're in a position where they can wait to make sure that those flagship type games launch yeah, alongside fair. a new console um because if they released it now say they're just like switch Two, here it is um really good games are going to be on it like a year like next year you know who i don't know that people would rush out to buy it like i think they have you, you might have to do that when i mean the original switch well, was how kind about, of that right how about this though what if this the switch mm-hmm. 2 was like native 1080p and mm-hmm. as part of it it was like guess what this thing is like ultra backwards compatible with like all of your switch mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. um all your switch games like the 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 cartridge slot works like the difference between like the ds and the 3ds kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now you can play all your old games at 60 frames a second 1080p in addition yeah. to like check out metroid prime 4 on the switch yeah. 2 or whatever like i th- i think you get more people buying that than you think i 100 percent expect that to happen i i hope i mean there's no way there's not some sort of backwards compatibility but that right there where it's just like hey just sign into your Nintendo account and re-download anything you've ever bought on your old Switch. It'll run at higher res and better frame rate on the new stuff. And it has way beefier hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would buy that for 500 bucks. Like I would. I think a lot. Because then would. you're not losing anything, right? If it's something where it's like, oh, well, there's only going to be Switch 2 games. And then you have, if you still want to keep playing your Switch 1 games, you still have your Switch 1. Like, I don't I, like that. I think that there's method, a, a but I don't zero. Think that'll happen zero percent chance that the uh switch the switch Two or switch pro or whatever you want to call it doesn't mm-hmm. have like sky high levels of backwards compatibility yeah i agree so i don't know i'm, I'm so I'll... so to answer your question though if they released a switch Two today that did all that i'd be in first in line to buy it and i bet a lot of right, other right. people would I too mean, because yeah it would it immediately 
be even more fun to play through my backlog of my switch and that's why i bought an oled right right and the the irony of that now is that i hardly ever play in handheld which was like the only way i played the original switch for years um and now i i feel like it feels weird to not play on the tv so yeah um yeah i'm the same way like i uh yeah i bought the oled switch specifically for that new metroid game mm -hmm. and then it was I just it was so hard to control. I just hooked up the TV and it's been hooked up to my TV ever since. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm actually it's funny. It took six years or whatever, but like I'm super enjoying the docking ability of the switch and having two docks and being able to I, I think I, told, I actually bought another. I had my old my original switch still that had its dock and it works with the OLED. So I had a dock in my office TV and a dock in the living room TV. And um, it was fun to move back and forth based on my situation at the time like is the living room tv free or you know whatever yeah. and i really came to appreciate like how seamless that is which is like yeah i'm late to the party like everybody loves that feature but yeah and then i eventually did buy i bought a switch oled dock by itself through nintendo because they sell them refurbished and it's 50 bucks and i'm planning on selling my original switch with the dock um so i figured you have whatever. a Old, old enough switch that can do the software mod oh, yeah. stuff oh yeah oh yeah low serial baby i mean that it's a launch switch Partner around with just to see what kind of like weird homebrew stuff there is out there i just i i looked into it and thought about it and don't care enough to mess with it but i'll sell it to somebody that wants to because they hold yeah. the value pretty I mean, well it's, it's one of those things right where it's like oh yeah i could spend all day noodling with this to install like right. emulators and it's like well yeah. i have uh right here i have uh two things that i can just play emulated shit on uh probably yeah. and <laughs> better with way less has hassle than than all that well when so. i was looking into it um the switch kind of topped out i think it maybe does some ps2 or something like that and maybe this has changed but i i feel like it topped out at a point that was well below what the steam deck can do and i already oh, had all wow. that shit set up and was like well this seems kind of redundant but um those low serial switches i, I don't know if this is true anymore but they last time i checked were selling for like 300 bucks on oh, really? ebay and stuff so it's like that's what i bought yeah. it for yeah no so, problem so that'd be kind of weird if i got my money back full money back for something i bought six years ago but anyway yeah uh, i mean if people are paying that fuck it that sounds good to me i guess yeah my other thing i actually do want to do is um hack my 3ds and so because the eShop closed and all that stuff and it was mm -hmm. like i mean i still have a big big backlog of games on my 3ds too but um it was so funny because the day i decided like to look into it was like later that day oh i think retro game Corp released a video that was like here's how to hack 3ds it's pretty simple oh. and i was like oh cool like maybe i'll finally get around to doing mine and like later that day nintendo released out of nowhere a new firmware update that like oh, broke shit. broke all the methods or whatever or, or like right least, as i they, don't think broke but right as they turned off the eShop. Yeah, yeah man that seems it like... was like a final like fuck you update to modders of the 3ds i guess but um, it seems wild i need to look like... into it again I'm, I'm pretty sure you can still like i think it was not super relevant to me because i had never modded before i think the problem was like if you hadn't if you were modded and you updated to this one you were screwed mm. um if you hadn't modded yet before just don't update and i haven't updated my to the latest software yet so i think i yeah. i can still hack it really easily but 
I just haven't got seems, around to it. That seems crazy. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just like them shutting off the eShop and then like releasing a no mod firmware. Uh, it seems bonkers. <laughs> like, because it's like one of those situations where like, I mean, we talked about this before, where it's like kind of like ethical sort of emulation kind of ROM mm-hmm. consumption, where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, Nintendo's not making these cartridges this anymore. anymore. Yeah. I can't even buy the stuff digitally if I wanted to. Like, Right. buying a cartridge on ebay literally zero dollars goes to anyone that created this game i'm just like you know making rewarding some, scalpers <laughs> yeah some some reselling shithead money like yeah okay i don't know yeah no i agree and uh yeah i don't know i i i have a pretty extensive backlog of my 3ds that i haven't played through too plenty i've spent hundreds maybe thousands on the eShop on the 3ds over the years so like oh, wow um you know, it's, it's not like a uh, situation of I feel like I haven't paid for the games on that thing that I, I still haven't played. But um, I worry about like, oh, I I this game I never played. I suddenly like really want to check out and can't. There's no way to buy it. It was an eShop only game. Yeah. So I like almost want to be hacked not to like load it up with ROMs because I know I'm not going to like play all that stuff. I, I'm fine playing the stuff I already have. But I want to have the capability there in case a situation like that comes up because the eShop's gone now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll grab my uh, my 3DS little binder thing. I think I've showed you this thing before. Uh, it's like a game stuff. holder binder, sort of. Yeah, like this this guy here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I damn. You have so many is, cartridges. I know. Well, so the 3DS, I never bought anything digital on. Uh, mm. so I've got, this is like the who's who of probably games that are super valuable now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Zelda, uh, Majora's Mask got in here. That's probably, oh, wow. I didn't even know that was a cartridge. <laughs> I, uh, and I actually kept all the cases for these too. Like that oh. was kind of the the thing that I didn't do with a lot of my stuff. So, I mean, I'm never going to sell it. So it's not like it matters, but yeah, I have, um, gosh, I slimmed down my collection of, of physical 3ds games when I sold a bunch of other games on eBay. And then I only kept, I guess this is what one, two, three, four, five, six games. Um, that yeah, I kept I physically that crazy. That, honestly, if I hacks, I'd probably download them digitally and get rid of these because I don't really, have the room for stuff like that. But... mask is only selling for thirty dollars. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not too bad. Fire Emblem Awakening. Come on, that's got to be a good one. I don't know, man. Uh, Thirty-nine dollars. Fuck. Dirty hackers have driven down the prices of these things. I guess. I mean, uh, fuck. When I uh, when I was you know I got the analog pocket and was like looking at like mm. actual like retro games I wanted fucking Game Boy Advance stuff is like priceless. Well, you know what though? Wait twenty years and those three DS games will probably be worth way more. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I don't know. Uh, like here, Metro Game Boy Advance. Let's see what this is. Zero Mission was the one that was crazy. Yep, uh, seventy bucks. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super a-okay just with box <laughs> with box 150. Wow. Um, I'll never forget. Uh, remember, I didn't buy a 3DS right away, but you convinced me when we were at GDC because Animal Crossing came out like that same week oh, yeah. or week or whatever. Yeah, that was, and fun. it was like 
you had yours and you were all hyped to play animal crossing and i was like fuck i don't want to miss out on this and so i we went to a GameStop that was across from our hotel bought a 3ds but they didn't have animal crossing and i was like fuck and so <laughs> there you go <laughs> and so um I think we like called around or looked on. I, I don't remember, but we we took an Uber to a Best Buy like across town, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a thirty dollar Uber one way ride um, to go to a Best Buy where they had copies of Zel- of Animal Crossing, and so I bought it and was so excited. We get back to our hotel and I was like, "Oh wait, this thing has an eShop, and Animal Crossing is you can just buy it <laughs> digitally yeah. and download it." And I was so bad because I was like. That was so stupid. I would rather have it digital anyway. And we would have saved ourselves an hour and probably 50 bucks in Uber fees uh, to go buy a stupid cartridge. But it just did. It's like, I guess that's not that long ago, but it was long enough ago that, that you wouldn't instantly think you can just download a game. Like, I don't know. It just wasn't the didn't yeah, occur to me. I feel like there was oh, shit. What was it? Oh, yeah, I remember. So the, the reason why. I, I don't know. I was like weirdly skeptical about digital games at the time, largely because mm. of like save data, because it was like mm. your save data on 3DS stuff was like saved on the cartridge and was mm. portable in between systems. Whereas I don't believe the eShop stuff had any kind of way to transfer at launch. Right. Mm. I, remember I, don't remember. That correctly. I don't think but the having weirdness with thing. stuff like that. And Nintendo is very Nintendo. Like yeah. They, have some wacky hoops to jump through to get stuff like that to work a lot of the time i feel like they've gotten a lot better but yeah i can i can remember like upgrading a ds model to a new one and having a lot of weird yeah, stuff I, on. I think i remember yeah being spooked about that because i didn't want to like because it's inevitable that nintendo was going to release additional models right mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. and i'm like 90 percent sure it launched with no system transfer functionality or you had to like send it to nintendo to get them to transfer there was like i vaguely remember something something really wacky about it and i was just like no way man because i want to be able to buy like the new 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 3ds maybe like a 3ds mini or whatever Mm -hmm. uh and not be like oh well my animal crossing town is like trapped on this old one now this sucks you know yeah yeah that's that's a fair point um yeah but anyway yeah for for the longest time that was the only I guess that's not true. I mean, with my Switch now, I only own Breath of the Wild. And that's kind of the same deal. I don't remember why I bought the cartridge. I think it was just to have a cartridge in the slot at all. Um, or I, I there was like a lot of like or something weird bundles too, where it was like, mm-hmm. wasn't that the case where it was like, if you didn't get it on I the don't... original pre-order, it was like you could buy it, but you had to get like the wacky ass bundle from GameStop that had like a game in a case and Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? If you didn't pre-order, yeah, I pre-ordered my Switch and got the Switch by itself, and then I think I just grabbed a copy of Zelda because they had a million of them there or something. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't think I pre-ordered that, um, but I think that was the reason I didn't get a digital, just download it. But um, I don't know nowadays. Like if I try to have as few hard, oh yeah, I don't like physical media things as possible. I don't own a single Switch game uh in on physical i don't own a single xbox i think that last xbox game i got was like xbox 360 maybe yeah i have an xbox uh, one on game disc. but i think just because it came with i think it was bundled i think i'm fallout 3 yeah. or 4 fallout 4 they, oh yeah you know what actually yeah so fallout 4 the steel case one would have been probably the last physical disc there i think i see on my shelf i don't know it's somewhere around here but um, but yeah, I don't know. Digital only, yeah. baby. 
I don't care anymore. Same. Same Z's. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of want to eat some lunch. So can we uh crash this bus into the yeah nearest bus trauma center so children. I can yeah. eat at the hospital cafeteria? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, this is a long one. Holy moly. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Touch Arcade Show. Uh, do you want to do one final like newscaster? Uh, yeah, break uh, your camera news. Oh, yeah, you uh, could do. Hey, uh, hang on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the camera. Oh, oh, coming in from the news desk. We have Eli Hodap. Extremely What's blurry. Breaking news. They don't do that anymore, right? Like the newswire noise. Um, so you think I watch the fake news, Jared? Come on. No way. No way uh thank you guys for listening to this week's episode and if you can help us out by supporting us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade or doing your amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash amazon uh did you guys get pinched by the uh patreon payment processor switch over oh i haven't looked but I was, maybe so like yeah i feel like this happens like every five years of patreon or mm, every mm-hmm. less than that where it's like they guess they changed their payment processor originating from the United States to like Ireland or something like that. Oh, boy. so like okay. all these people got like their, their card just rejected the, as like a international charge, you know, just rejected oh, the geez. Patreon thing. And then like the crazy, uh-huh. the craziest part is I feel like this happened once before when they did something like this, it was just like, they mm-hmm. didn't retry to charge any of the rejected yeah. ones or email anyone. They just like canceled everyone that, that I remember that it. happening. No. Yeah. I guess that happened again. So I uh, need to look into that. I've the Pedro need sorely needs like a whole revamp. Like they changed a bunch of stuff. Like they got rid of tears and stuff or something like that, where it's like, um, I don't know. I, I know that our page hasn't really been touched since it was created in 2015 or something like that. So, um, yeah, I've really needed to make some time to go through and sort of see what's going on with Patreon and probably update it in numerous ways. It's hard. It's hard to find the time, but um, yeah, I'll have to check out, check that out. Yeah. Um. Also, wanted to mention we didn't get any emails this week, so email us at podcast at touchrk.com. Um, if you have any thoughts on physical games or any other random thoughts you want to share with us, if you have a HomePod and you enjoy it, and if you have thoughts, if you love the X app and it does everything for you, let us know how you how why how that is um yeah any reason at all send us an email podcast at touchercade.com uh so with all that thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of touch arcade show see ya